Hello, and welcome to Kvikminderpod, an Icelandic cinema podcast. I'm Rob Watts, and this, in case you couldn't tell, is a brand new podcast all about films from the country of Iceland. You know, that Nordic island country, the land of ice and fire, famous for its fermented shark, ridiculously talented musicians like Björk, and those pesky volcanoes that are constantly erupting. What it isn't particularly well known for is its small but very creative and ever-growing film industry. And this podcast aims to raise awareness of the amazing stories, brilliant actors and wonderful creatives making films everyone deserves to see. Iceland's a country very close to my heart. I pretty much love everything about it, but especially the people and the music scene. Joining me on this journey across the country, looking at the variety of stories being told in locations as familiar and as alien as it's possible to get, is my good friend Ellie Cawthorn, a relative newbie to all things Icelandic. Every week on Kvikminderpod, we'll take a single Icelandic film from the 21st century and talk about it. But to kick things off, we thought we'd start with a short introductory chat about what we know and what we don't know about Iceland and its films. So here we go. Right then, Ellie. Excited to get stuck into the world of Icelandic cinema? I am very excited, yes. <laughs> As a person that's never been to Iceland and never, dare I say it in this forum, watched an Icelandic film, I'm the person here that's got a lot to learn. So I'm very excited about the journey. Well, that's good. I can't claim to be any kind of genius on the subject of Iceland, though I do, in fact, love it. You may have been no times. I have been five times. Which I think is quite an impressive amount of times to fit into just over 30 years. <laughs> oh, thank you. In fact, <laughs> this is all over the course of a decade. But that's because I just haven't bothered to venture any further because I love it so much. Um, what do you know about the country of Iceland? Um, so I'd say like if you think of if an alien came to Earth, and they read the Wikipedia page about Earth. That's the equivalent of what I know about Iceland. No, I think for me, it's in my mind, it's vast landscapes, empty fields and mountains and rivers, dramatic, dramatic land I'm thinking of, and not that many people. But I might be wrong there, and I'm I'm willing to learn. (laughs) I think you're pretty much bag on the money, especially for someone who's never been. Uh, that's kind of the predominant view, isn't it, um, out there in the world, that Iceland is just this place, like I said, of land of ice and fire, like mountains, glaciers, volcanoes. And, you know, it's all true. I looked up the population, yeah. right, and it's 350,000, well, just over. Pretty much. Which is a small UK city. Yeah, I mean, it's practically Bristol, which is where we are. <laughs> yeah. It's practically nothing. And, like, you think about a, an industry like film... In America and in England, it's absolutely huge. Mm. Um, How do you make a film industry in a country that's got so few people? Yeah, well, actually, when you say it's like the size of Bristol, that really makes me think of, imagine if the entire film industry was based in one city, and I'm not talking about Mm. London, I'm talking about a small city. Yeah, it really just kind of put it into a new perspective that they managed to churn out so many good movies. (laughs) (laughs) So many is probably over-egging it a bit, but... Mm. The movies they do churn out uh, tend to be pretty good. And I'm hoping that the ones we look at on this podcast will uh, will reveal that. I have a question actually for you, which is yeah. what got you into Icelandic cinema? 
was it going to Iceland and thinking this place is great or was there a film that you watched that really like caught your imagination? Oh, that's an interesting question. No, it's definitely having been to Iceland and just fallen in love with the place and wanting to explore more about it. Like, because the first thing I knew about Iceland was music, Björk, mm. Sigaros, or here comes the first pronunciation, Sigaros. <laughs> um, we'll come back to pronunciation in a minute. But my in was the music, which I loved. Um, and so I went and the place was magnificent and really magical uh, especially at Christmas time and New Year where they just know how to do the kind of festive periods yeah. uh, and it's cold and it snows. So that's cool. Um, and then after having been there, it's just like, yeah, I want to know more about this place. I want to know more about the culture, uh, especially popular culture, having, you know, made my way through some of its music scene. Um, and then, in fact, I think the only Icelandic film I've seen at the cinema was a film called Jar City, which we may or may not be covering this series. And so, yeah, just took it from there. And I don't think many people know anything about Icelandic cinema. So No, they don't. Hopefully, this will be an excuse or a good in for a lot of people. Well, this is exactly what I'm hoping, because we've been to see a lot of films together back yeah. in the before age, when you could go to the <laughs> cinema and see films with people. And we always have good chats afterwards, and you always give me good recommendations. So I'm hoping to basically... It's almost going to be like a course for me um, to learn I, more about this. <laughs> I hope it doesn't come across as me lecturing you. <laughs> no, no. And I'm hoping that, I mean, I can kind of bring some fresh perspectives, perhaps. Please cut that well, out because I'm I hope so. stupid. <laughs> um, but actually, I so I've gone through and had a you know a look at the films we're going to cover, and I am very excited actually because it's stuff that I wouldn't necessarily pick myself. Okay, so what good. sort of films do you tend to go for? Uh, well, well, actually, maybe I tell a lie because I'm a I'm a big kind of human drama gal, um, and all so that on the one hand, and I know that we've got a couple of those coming up. Um, dark comedy as well I love which mm -hmm. I know you've put in this list and thrillers can we expect any thrillers I think we can to a certain extent this series maybe in the future even more maybe <laughs> mysterious <laughs> I like it keep the options open what are you yeah. excited about uh, coming well, up the one of the things that I discovered about Iceland very early on is they have a very, like you say, dark sense of humour. In fact, I remember they showed an Icelandic sitcom on BBC Four uh, around the time that I finished university called Night Shift. And I think it was a sequel called Day Shift. And I was like, I want to love this. This will be so good. I love Iceland. I didn't understand at all. I just couldn't get my head around why this was funny. Um, and I should probably revisit it with all the last 10 years experience of Icelandic TV and cinema, but many of their films are darkly comic in a very, very funny way. Okay, good. I'm excited. But it's also, you know, it's a classic Scandi Nordic country. So what we can expect from the rest of those countries, the noirs and the thrillers and the crime, that exists uh, in Iceland, on TV especially. Well, as you'll notice, I've worn my special Scandinavian vibe jumper today for this recording. Yeah, it's an absolute beaut. <laughs> <laughs> to get in the frame of mind. 
Yeah, it's not quite Sarah Lund, but uh, we're <laughs> That's nearly what there. I was going for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like there are TV series called Trapped, The Valhalla Murders, which was mm-hmm. on BBC earlier this year. And some of the cinema goes that way too. Uh, there are lots of crime writers working in Iceland, just like there are in the rest of Scandinavia. And some of those have been adapted. But yeah, I think it's a real mix of, of genres in Icelandic cinema. Uh, and that's what you want from yeah. sort of any country's output, isn't it? And so we're primarily focusing on 21st century films here. We are, yes. So tiny, tiniest little bit of history. Mm, uh, the first major feature film produced in Iceland was made in 1980, a film called Land and Sons, or to give it its Icelandic title, Land of Sinir. So they were only eight decades late to the film party then. Well, they've been making various bits and bobs Mm -hmm. uh, since sort of the 1910s, 1920s. But the first fully kind of produced uh, feature film was 1980. So what, we're 40 years in. And it wasn't till about the year 2000 that cinema really realised it could explore contemporary Iceland rather Mm than uh, its past, its heritage its history with a film called Reykjavik 101 Baltasar Kumakur he basically kick-started the whole uh, Icelandic cinematic industry and that's why it is what it is today which looks quite um I would use the term batshit and we're going to be talking <laughs> about this series I think right we are I think that's a it's a fairly good one to cover in in the first batch of episodes because of its sort of significant status and it's based in the capital city. The capital city is in its title. You can't really ignore it. It's pretty landmark, I suppose. It's got Iceland stamped on it with that title. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, so it's a small country. It's got a small industry. But in the last sort of 20 years, it's really kind of taken off. Mm. Uh, and I think one of its films was nominated for a foreign language movie Oscar. And we'll come to that in the future. And of course, like... It's been used over the last 20 years in cinema, the landscapes of the country yeah. itself, like far and wide. Uh, are there any films you might think had been shot in Iceland? Well, I did have a look and I know that Interstellar and Star Wars were, were shot there, which definitely makes sense with this kind of space age image. But what's interesting in terms of the films that we seem to be planning to look at is none of them really are space age or fantasy it all seems very kind of real life human drama but also i did see die another day the world's with the world's worst bond gadget the invisible car that's iceland right i believe so yeah <laughs> it's <laughs> i can't believe you managed to crowbar the worst james bond film into our first i thought episode. i'd do that just to bring the reputation down a bit and um yeah we're not that start as we really. mean to go on <laughs> But yeah, you're right. Like, it's quite funny because the outside world know Iceland for its landscapes. And yeah, they look really alien. So like Interstellar, Prometheus, uh, I think was filmed in the black sand beaches down in the south near a town called Vík. And even things like Fast and Furious have used the glaciers. They did a big, long car chase scene on top of a glacier, which is just madness. (laughs) But the local cinema, while it's set in those settings, is... It's much more sort of story focused and it's not just look where we are and look how amazing it looks. 
although the tourist board do a good job of uh, highlighting that. <laughs> well, I think that point you made is kind of one of the things that I'm excited about, that the stories are actually just about Icelandic society and stuff, because there's something really intriguing, isn't there, about a country that's an island literally in the middle of nowhere, um, incredibly far away from its neighbours, with quite a like an ethnically homogenous population. I think that's quite interesting. And I know that they're they're kind of got some interesting stuff going on in terms of gender equality and stuff. So having read up on the the society and the um, social stuff of Iceland, I'm intrigued to see if that echoes through the films that we're going to watch. Completely. Uh, I think you might be in luck. Um, <laughs> it's, it's funny because it is very it's a very progressive country uh it's even i think it was proclaimed like the third most progressive country for all sorts of reasons last year politically especially and while the cinema of iceland is kind of the stories are very specific to icelandic daily life a lot a lot of the time and the stories that are in the news in Reykjavik and around the island a lot of the core kind of principles are very universal. So it's quite, it's, I think it's gonna be quite fun to see those specific stories told, but also how they can be seen as more universal yeah. sort of truths. And I think we'll certainly see that in the first film that we come to, uh, a film called Rams, uh, which most people might be familiar with. Yeah. If, if you're gonna be familiar with any Icelandic film, of recent times that's probably the one because it actually got a release at uk cinemas and worldwide uh, it got great reviews in pretty much every film magazine newspaper etc that one broke through but it is still a very icelandic tale so i'm quite excited to show you that one uh, and it's going to be a great introduction to the sort of the people yeah the actors because you know <laughs> it's a very small country as we keep saying there are even fewer actors <laughs> and actresses and they basically all turn up in every film. So really, if you want a <laughs> successful acting career, don't bother going to LA. Go to Iceland and you'll get in there. Yes, completely. Although I will say you will have to learn quite a difficult language. <laughs> yes. And we should probably point this out now. Neither of us are Icelandic. In case people haven't realised at this point. At this point, 10 minutes <laughs> in. Uh most people at the airport in Reykjavik, Keflavik, think I'm Icelandic. So I quite often get spoken to in the native tongue. Now, I have tried to... We should say, because you definitely have a, a Nordic look going on. True. Anyone who knows me will, will would agree. Uh, and I also do like Scandinavian style, too. Uh, I, unfortunately, I can't grow the big Viking beard, uh, which is a shame. <laughs> Real shame. Yeah. But... Yes, it's a tough language and I am going to do my best to pronounce titles, names and places as best I can in the native language, native tongue, the first time at least. If anyone would like to nominate themselves as my go-to Icelandic pronunciation guide, that would be fantastic. Otherwise, we'll do our best. But like I said, it's hard language. So if you do want to become an actor in Iceland, you might want to nail that first. <laughs> yeah, a slight caveat there. Mm. And the title, the title of the podcast, Kvik Minderpod, it basically means movie pod. So the pod bit I just added to the end of the word for movie, 
moving picture. So that makes sense, right? Movie pod. That makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. So we're going to struggle with some uh, pronunciations, I reckon, but we're going to do our best. We're going to struggle with anyone ever finding the podcast with a name that can't be pronounced. (laughs) Yes. Well, maybe. Maybe those Icelanders out there might want to listen. But if people are listening now, then they've come this far. Quite. And you know what? If people see Kvikmindapod trending on Twitter, they're going to click that word. (laughs) That's true. Not quite sure how we'll get it to trend, but we'll figure that out. So. So. I think this is a good point to end the introduction episode. Are you looking forward to the series? I'm very much looking forward to it. I've got my notebook at the ready. I've got my, um, my eyeballs ready as well. To take in as much cinema as you're going to throw at me. Fabulous. And that's it. Episode one of Kvikminderpod. I hope you enjoyed our somewhat rambly chat and are looking forward to hitching a ride with us, snow tyres on of course, as we begin our trek in the north of Iceland with Grima Haukanarsson's deadpan comedy Bruta, or Rams, from 2015. This one is widely available and my apps are telling me it's currently on BFI Player, Curzon Home Cinema, Apple TV and the Sky Store. And the DVD is out there too. However, don't get it confused with the Sam Neill English language remake from this year. Although if you have seen both, let us know how they compare. In the meantime, join us on Twitter where we're at Kvikmindapod. That's K-V-I-K-M-Y-N-D-A-P-O-D. And let us know your Iceland stories and what Icelandic films you've seen. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week. Tack Thanks and goodbye.